Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody, on this Friday. Great to have you with us on a very pleasant fall day. Yeah, the first full day of fall. Headed for a high of 63, 52, the low tonight, according to the folks from AccuWeather. And so we got a great day in store today. Try to get a little sleep overnight. I never sleep all that great initially after games. Uh, mind is so um, worked up after talking for three or four hours straight. So uh, you got a little bit of sleep, but not a whole lot. And uh, But we are glad to be here today. I know Scott and Evan and uh, Michael and those guys were up pretty late last night on the postgame show after the Illini victory, 31 nothing over Chattanooga, dominated defensively. Not a whole lot of yards for uh, Chattanooga in the ball game, And the Illini rolled up over 500 on offense, did what they needed to do, which was take care of a team that was ranked, I think, ninth in the FCS, the division just below FBS. But a top 10 team in that particular uh, division of college football. And the Illini just right out of the gate, three and out, stopped them, went right down the field, scored in about a minute and a half, took the lead, never gave up any points, uh, limited their penalties to only two. Now, one of the two penalties was a big one, had an 80-yard touchdown pass that was called back on a hold. But other than that, and a little bit of struggle in the punting game, But other than that, not a whole lot to pick at uh, if you're looking for any flaws from last night's uh, win. Pretty impressive. Crowd had fun. Had the Hall of Fame inductees honored at halftime. We had Dick Butkus and Jim Garowski on the radio at halftime with Steve. And so it was uh, just a fun night all the way around. So we can talk about the game if you'd like. Uh, Certainly uh, can do that. Next game will be at Wisconsin October 1st. The Badgers play Saturday night in Columbus against Ohio State. And the Illini-Wisconsin game set for 11 o'clock a week from Saturday. So no Illinois football this weekend. Volleyball plays tonight. They're at home for the first time. At Huffall against Maryland, Northwestern comes in as well. We'll have coverage of that for you this weekend. So you look forward to that. And uh, here we go, almost into October. week from today, we'll have our flashback Friday, because next Friday is September 30. So we'll do that next Friday in the 10 o'clock hour. A lot of open line time today. We will uh, kind of mix and match during the course of the show. A couple of short segments. Ann Prislin from the League of Women Voters. We have early voting starting next week. So I need to start paying attention to that. So we'll have Ann come in for a few minutes, as we did during the uh, primary season, and just give you a quick update on some dates and things to remember. That'll be a few minutes later this hour. And then at the very end of the show, Nicole Millage will join us from the city of Champaign. There's an electronics recycling event coming up in mid-October. You can start signing up for that if you've had some TVs around or laptops or iPads or whatever the case may be that, you know, what am I going to do with this? Well, 
They've got a way for you to get rid of those uh, items, so we'll tell you about that and how you can sign up at the very end of the show today. But other than that, it is uh, you and me today here on A Penny for Your Thoughts, and we're glad to have you with us. Uh, let's see here. Mention the Hall of Fame ceremonies. Uh, those take place tonight at the State Farm Center. U of I Board of Trustees had their meeting. Trustees approve an operating budget of $7.6 billion to run the state's largest public university system. Of course, you have uh, three campuses up in Chicago and Springfield at UIS, and here, of course, Urbana-Champaign. That's 6.6% higher than last year. Keeping an eye on a hurricane moving through the Caribbean, also another tropical storm. They really jump on these tropical storms pretty quick with all the imagery and everything, and they think that one could affect uh, the east coast of the U.S. at some point next week. Gas prices went back up a little bit after a 99-straight-day drop. First and goal at the nine in the red zone. Brought to you by Carl in the gun. DeVito gives to Chase Brown around the left end. Cuts up five to the goal line. Still surging. He's in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Illinois. Nine yards, Chase Brown. Third rushing touchdown of the year for Chase. Yeah, and he's the first Illini in history. Five straight 100-yard games. I had to pause on that. I'm like, really? First one, five straight. And I think uh, J.C. Caroline, I think, was one of them that had four. Uh, there were a couple of others in there. But, yeah, five in a row, over 100 yards. Illinois with 502 total yards. Tommy DeVito, 22 of 31 for 329. Chase Brown, 108 yards. Isaiah Williams, a 63-yard catch and run up the right side. Man, is he fast. Took a nice bow in the end zone when he got there. Great young man, by the way. If you ever meet Isaiah, he's uh, he's terrific. And uh, Pat Bryant emerging as kind of a big play threat. Six catches, 112 yards, and a touchdown. And total yardage in the game for Chattanooga. And this day and age, no matter who you're playing, you hold a team to 142 yards total. That's pretty good. That's lights out. So, uh, and a lot of times people say, ah, it's Chattanooga. Well, I don't look at the score. I look at how you look doing what you did. Never let them in the game. Did exactly what you need to do. Knock them out early and dominate. And that's what they did. And I like it. 914 here at uh, DWS. JR joins us this morning. Hello, sir. Hey, Brian. How are you? You good. can still talk this morning, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never get laryngitis, huh? I never I never get I never get a lot of sleep after games like that. Oh but. yeah. Well, uh I don't know what's Wisconsin. They usually uh, have a big uh defensive team. Uh what how they look? Well, they lost at home to Washington State, which surprised oh, a few wow. people. Uh yeah. they they don't lose a lot in Madison, so No, they don't. And we'll see. I I think I heard the guys mention I think Ohio State's uh, like a 19-point favorite, something like that. 15-point favorite. Now, uh, um, in, in Columbus over Wisconsin. I'm a big Packer fan, and uh, Bart Starr was my favorite quarter, favorite player. Oh, yeah? Um, well, Dick, Dick Buskis would have went, played uh, with him, right? Against him? Or not? Uh, I'm but, not uh, sure. It's amazing that Nitsky and Buskis graduated from U of I. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. No, wow. it was... Uh, <laughs> I wonder who was the meanest, Butkus or the, uh, Nitsky? Nitsky? I don't know. You'd have to ask. We had Butkus on the radio last night. I don't think that came up. But. I wanted to call, but, you know, 
Uh, I would like, what's he like, uh, personally? He's probably a teddy bear. You know, the Bears changed their name to the Chicago Teddy Bears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not the, not the Midway, the Monsters of the Midway? No, not anymore. Yeah. But, uh, I think the greatest running back was Walter Payton. You know, some say Jim Brown, but Walter Payton, I mean, he ran over people. He, he was a Oh, yeah. Well, he was my favorite growing up. I mean, oh, he was. Wow. The little swan dive he'd do over the uh, over the pile, and he's the stiff arm he you know give people as he was running, and he, now, was, he passed away. Uh, how old was he when he oh, passed away? He wasn't very old. No, no. That's, yeah, his son's doing a lot of TV work now. I think so. Oh wow! What, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been a Packer fan for over fifty years. Yep. And uh, you know, they're, they're yeah, they shouldn't never let Adams go though. He went to Oakland. Mm, okay. Well, you remember that defensive back Oakland used to have? Uh, they called him the assassin. He, he paralyzed that uh, New England Patriot for life. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Jack Tatum, yeah, wasn't it? Jack, yeah, yeah, Jack That's Tatum. Him. Yep. Yeah, and he. Uh, I never liked Oakland after after that. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Oakland. <laughs> no, but uh, well, you have a great uh, weekend. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Appreciate JR. Appreciate you. 917 at DWS. Stephen Lauren will be talking about the game. I'll be off on Monday, by the way, just taking a day off. Uh, Scott will be in here with uh, Lauren again on Monday on the Monday Morning Quarterback Show. 917 at uh, DWS. On a penny for your thoughts. A couple of uh, texts I meant to get to left over from yesterday about Farm Aid, because we mentioned that. We had the first ever Thursday night football game at Memorial Stadium last night. Of course, the first Farm Aid was 37 years ago. They're doing another Farm Aid, I think, this weekend. It's the 37th, but the first one was at Memorial Stadium, and I'd ask people to let me know if they were there or what they remember uh, from all that 37 years ago. And I had a few folks sent in. said, hi, Brian, I attended the original Farm Aid and had a blast. I still have my commemorative Farm Aid bandana and a handkerchief. Uh, and let's see. And somebody mentioned we're a farm family, met some friends there, and enjoyed part of the concert back in 1985. Texture says, I was at the game last night, felt great about our defense and offense, but the special teams need some work. Bad punts, kickoff out of bounds, letting a punt go over their head and down at the one, all avoidable issues. Yeah, the special teams have struggled a bit. I think we got spoiled, didn't we? Because we had the same snapper, holder, and kicker and putter for for three years, basically, three or four years, with uh, Blake Hayes and James McCourt. Ethan Tabell and, and those guys, they were all together for several years in a row. And uh, as Michael Martin on our broadcast will tell you, it's, uh, you, know, you get used, you get a rhythm, you get, uh, you get together. It's, when you start over again, it can be a little tricky. In fact, they had uh, used a couple of different snappers last night in the game. So, yeah, i got to get that figured out before a Big Ten play because that, uh, that kind of stuff can cost you a game if you're not careful. Let's go back to the phones to Allen. Good morning, sir. Morning, Brian. Uh, what are you going to do to yourself this weekend? <laughs> oh, just take it easy. Well, sounds yeah. like it was a three-day weekend for you. Yeah, I know, yeah. 
Well, I got I got some vacation days I've got to use. So okay. I thought well, uh, after yeah. a week after a weekend off, I figured that might be a good time to use it. So that makes sense. Yep. I was at the game last night. I got a little nippy, but uh, it was a fun game to watch. I mean, uh, we're doing what we need to do. Boy, I again think our defense is pretty good, although we really haven't been tested too hard. But I don't care. We've had other teams, FBS, FCS teams, and whatever. We still gave up quite a bit of points and struggled to beat them. So it's nice to beat somebody pretty good like that. Uh, the player on the defense I really like is Sidney Brown. I mm-hmm. think he's, he's an NFL player for sure if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, he's, so he's good. Really good. Yeah, he's uh, he's around the ball. He hits hard. Uh, he and Witherspoon back there. It's a pretty good combination. Yeah. And I like this uh, Gabe Ackes, this freshman on the defensive front. No, the seventeen. Seventeen. It? Yeah. Uh, I listened to the pregame yesterday before, and he was talking to Jeff George. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to listen to any of it? I did not. I was. Uh, I know Scott and I think Lauren and those guys were doing that at the time. I was over at a tailgate event doing some stuff, right. but uh, no, I didn't didn't hear it. He said if he had to do over again, he'd come back. He would have come back his senior year, and he says, "I think we would have been national champions that year." Wow! I thought, "Oh, wow." <laughs> That's quite a statement to make. That is. And back then, they, you know, he got paid two and a half million dollars to come out, and nobody could blame him for that. But well, nowadays, he can make that much in NIL. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Yeah, there's a picture of yeah. him today in the Gazette with all his offensive linemen from that time frame. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I bet it was. But to hear him say that. That he uh, there's one regret not coming back and seeing you. I thought that was pretty telling. And he said Makovic, even though Mike White kind of recruited him, he said Makovic was probably the best coach he ever mm. worked with. Mm-hmm. He was known at that time for working with quarterbacks and having good ones. Yep, yep. So it's, uh, we've got a good team, Brian. Uh, we may get beat, but we're not going to get blowed out this year. Not any games. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think um, I I like what I'm seeing. And again, I kind of throw the scores Absolutely. out. I just it's the same way with basketball. You can you know or those early games, I, you can beat a lot of people. But I want to see what's going on internally, and and are you building good fundamentals, and are you doing things the right way? And I think they are. So. And well, uh, two of my questions have been answered. I think we've got a quarterback. He seems to be getting better. And my second worry was. What kind of receivers are we going to get? Well, all of a sudden, it seems like we've got quite a few pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pat Bryant's oh. stepping up. Yeah. Uh, Hightower, I like Hightower. him. Yeah. And they got others. I mean, uh, just keep it going. Yes, sir. All right. Well, have a good weekend. All right. Yeah, you too. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 923 at DWS. Uh, hey, Brian, what was the attendance last night? Uh, I think it was 37,000, roughly. 37,000-something. Student section was pretty full, all the way up almost to the top. Uh, one listener says, terrible crowd. Whose idea was it to have 7.30 Thursday night game? They gave away tickets to students, faculty, and staff, and still couldn't get 
Well, this listener says 30,000 people there. I don't know what the uh, actual attendance was, but that the number was 37,000 was the number they, they gave. I thought the crowd was pretty lively. I think our fans like those night games. And uh, pretty good for, you know, people working all day for the most part. And in some places, you you know, there were some grass lots open at 7 a.m., but others you couldn't really start until after 4 in some of those. And a lot of people were out and about. I mean, Grange Grove wasn't quite as full as it's been on a Saturday, but, hey, that's understandable on a on a work day. A TV, I think, drives a lot of it. I don't know exactly what went into the 7.30 Thursday night uh, situation, but uh, teams have done that before. And you have the stage pretty much to yourself. And if people are looking to watch college football, they oh, oh, there's a game. Oh, Illinois is playing. Okay, let's check it out. And they played well, and so they made a good impression, I think. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Josh Whitman and the Chattanooga AD uh, were pretty good friends, and I think uh, one of the first, from what I understand, uh, they decided early on when Josh first came, uh, they set up this game to play each other. I don't know necessarily on Thursday night, but... Uh, apparently they knew each other and had a relationship, and that's how the game came about in general. Uh, hi, Brian. If you want to check out a high-powered offense and tough defense, come out and see the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs versus Charleston. Yeah, it's a night at 7 on homecoming. This team is fun to watch. Yes, they are. And they love their football in Muhammad like they do in St. Joseph and Unity and Monticello and elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, Muhammad's really good. Uh, Jason Baum's son, the judge, he's the quarterback there. And uh, we'll have uh, Judge Baum on coming up in early October. Maybe he'll talk about his son a little bit, among other things. And also on the uh, 6th of October, State Senator Scott Bennett and State's Attorney Julia Reitz back-to-back, 9 and 10, on October 6th. We'll talk about the Safety Act and everything else regarding that, what happens on January 1. We spent some time discussing that. All right, those are some of the texts that have come in. Got some more here. We'll uh, do all of that coming up straight ahead. Open line for a good part of the uh, show today. We'll mix in a couple of little segments here along the way about voting and about electronic recycling. Uh, you can sign up for that. But other than that, it's uh, just us today. 926, back after this. Backs either side. Ford and Appleberry. Rolling left, Hutchinson under pressure. Hit again. Lobs to the end zone. A wounded yeah. duck. And I think it's picked off. It is. See, the Illini in that game, I mentioned all the yards. 502, held Chattanooga to 142, 49 yards passing for the mocks, 93 yards rushing. First downs were 21 to 7, Illinois. Illinois was 7 to 15 on third down. And uh, Sachs, the Illini had four, they had eight tackles for loss. And again, when you look at those numbers, and against a team that was ranked in the top ten at the FCS level, they just took them out. And that's what you do. That's what good teams do. So 3-1 and one at Wisconsin. Wisconsin plays tomorrow night. You get a peek at them against Ohio State. Ohio State a big favorite in that game, by the way. Today's show brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care with same-day walk-in care. For minor illnesses and injuries, go to osfhealthcare.org. Four locations. Well, we can tell you where they are. Two locations in Champaign, two in Danville, Matt Toon up in Rantoul. They treat minor illnesses, sore throats, earaches, cold, and flu. 
Open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, including holidays. They can do sports physicals and, you know, all the different occupational health services, pre-employment physicals, testing, initial injury care, drug testing, flu shots, 24-7 virtual visits. All of that can be done through our friends at OSF, osfoncall.org slash urgent care to learn more. One of our other listeners talking about Jeff George a little bit, who is featured in the News Gazette, was... Uh, yesterday and again today is uh, offensive line. says, good time had by all. The offensive line, they're with him. So that's a great pick to see all those guys back together again. I know Ron Gunther had some uh, fr- uh, buddies of his on the team, friends and guys that he played with. Jim Grabowski was in our booth last night. Great to see Grabo again, my first. Uh, he's the one that initiated me <laughs> here at Illinois as uh, the play-by-play announcer. He, of course, worked with Jim all those years as well, but it was great uh, to work with uh, Grabo all those years, and uh, good to see him again. He looks great. Uh, I had a texter said, who had that run after catch for the TD that called got called back? Great run. I think it was Pat Bryant. Uh, Jerry DiNardo on the Big Ten Network said it was a bad call. They called holding on Brian Hightower, one of the receivers on the edge there, and Martin O'Donnell didn't like that call either very much. But, yeah, that was an 80-yard, I think, touchdown that was called back on a penalty, just one of two penalties Illinois had. Remember in the Indiana game, they had at least eight or nine, probably cost them the game among the factors that did, and they had 10 or 11 against uh, Virginia. So, yeah, very clean overall except for that one play there. All right, our news headlines brought to you by First Midbank and Trust, providing financial solutions since 1865. Visit firstmid.com to find out more. So let's get the latest from CBS News, and we'll come back with some more open line. Talk to Ann Prislin from the League of Women Voters for a few minutes, too, and then uh, back to open line. After uh, this timeout here, here's CBS. You know what? He's getting better. Um, I think he'll be the first to tell you that he didn't even you know, come close to getting where I think he can be. Uh, he's very, very accurate passer. I think he... Uh, sees things very, very clearly. I really, him and Barry, our offense has taken, you know, just, you know, after four games, uh, you know, the way they've kind of just continued to get better and obviously going into Big Ten play throughout the rest of the year here, we got to. Coach Brett Bielema, after the ball game last night, talking about his quarterback, Tommy DeVito. We had, I looked it up during the course of the game last year. We had three games, and I'm thinking it was UTSA at Iowa and Northwestern, where we threw for about roughly somewhere between 240 and 260 yards in the game. Those were our three highest games. We had several games where we threw for under 100 yards or barely over 100. And last night he threw for 329. And you can tell, and I, and I didn't play college football, but I've watched a lot, of course, as a lot of us have. And there's just kind of a a pattern, a rhythm to the offense that you can tell uh, Tommy DeVito and the Barry Lunny, the offensive coordinator. Because last night, Chattanooga came in with the idea they are not going to allow Chase Brown to run wild. And so what they take away, you take advantage of. And so they just swung it to the outside, and they got it out to Isaiah Williams, or they you know, got Pat Bryan on a slant, or whatever the case may be. You go around the obstacle they throw up, run-pass option. You you do whatever they give you, you take. And if you can do it, that's how you win games. That's how you pile up 500 yards. It's a little give and take. 
the problem is last year we uh, would you know we had Chase Brown and but he can only carry you so far. You got to be able to throw the ball on third and eight or whatever. You got to come up with a play, and we couldn't really do that last year any any with any consistency. And we're starting to see that settle in now. So. It's a fun team to watch, I'm telling you. If you haven't been out, they are fun to watch, and they're solid. They look like a solid Big Ten team. And we'll see what happens at Wisconsin. you got Iowa coming in. Uh, listener on the text line, Castle Heating and Cooling, says, Hi, Brian. If we knock off Wisconsin next Saturday, I think we'll have a sellout or close to it for the Iowa game. I hope so. I really hope so. Need to get some more uh, people in the seats. Uh, I wonder how the Illini football program might be different today if Jeff George had stayed around for one more season. That was what somebody else was asking. And another uh, text says, It sounds like the crowd of Memorial Stadium had a great time last night. I thought they did. It was energetic. It's funny, all those that are criticizing the night game and saying it was a bad idea weren't even there. (laughs) So obviously they know, right? The listener says. The Thursday game favors a healthy, good student interaction opportunity. That is a great, great thing. All of us, all for this. Whatever gets those kids out there supporting the Illini. The student support since the start of the Brett Bielema era has been uh, very solid. They've, For most games, one or two maybe that weren't as full as they could be, but you know, we get that north end zone packed, man, that makes a big difference. You get the band down there, and it's a, it's a fun atmosphere and a fun team to watch, as I said. 939 at DWS, if you need some uh, paint or collision work done on your vehicle, Gallo Miller, Paint and Collision Repair. You'll be glad you reached out to them, conveniently and centrally located in Champaign-Urbana. Look for their attractive building on the south side of I-74 between the Neal and Prospect exits. You can go to gallomiller.com for the website. A lot of great reviews there. You can give them a call at 217-353-0770. And again, like... A lot of these kind of places, they really hope you don't need their services because obviously that means something happened to your vehicle. And it's very frustrating and you're mad. You're mad at the person that hits you or you're mad at the you're mad at yourself for hitting someone else and not paying attention. But get past all of that, give them the key, let them take the stress out of it and you'll get the job done. So anyway, they'll do it right. Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair. 940, Ann Prislin from the League of Women Voters coming up here in a moment. Uh, Jim, how are you? Uh, doing good, thank you. Good. Got a question. The uh, touchdown that was called back, did the film show that that was a hold? I, it seemed questionable. Well, I, all I know is Martin O'Donnell kind of groaned when he saw what they called. <laughs> so uh, okay. I, I maybe he thought it was a hold, but he thought it was kind of ticky-tacky. Um you know, sometimes they let those go, but um, I have not seen a replay, so I don't know for sure. But I, I kind of okay. go on what Martin goes with because he he knows the position. So, um, but I, right, like I said, you. when it happened, he just kind of went, "Oh, come on," you know. So, I'll I'll take yeah. his word that it, it wasn't what it should have been. But anyway, it was a good play, regardless. Uh, correct. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. I trust the uh, the man that knows that played was an All American lineman on that. So, if he didn't like it, then it's probably uh, probably was called wrong or thought it was kind of a a cheap call. 
217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Of course, we're kind of biased, too, so I don't know. <laughs> we want everything to go right for Illinois, right? So who knows? But uh, it didn't cost them anything other than the touchdown, but it didn't cost them the game or anything like that. So it'll it'll be forgotten at some point, except by Pat Bryant probably, who thought he had an 80-yard touchdown. 941 at DWS. We'll get a break in here. We'll come back, talk a little uh, voting. I know you got to start thinking about this. I know November seems like might be a ways off, but if you want to vote early, there are some important dates coming up. We'll talk to Ann with the League of Women Voters, get back to some open line before the top of the hour, and do some more into the next hour on A Penny for Your Thoughts on a Friday. as we get started again here on A Penny for Your Thoughts, getting started towards the election again. And uh, Ann Prislin is here. We had her on during the uh, late spring and early summer before the uh, late June primary. And November's coming on us fast again. How are you, Ann? Hi, I'm fine, Brian. Good to see you again. Good to see you. You're going to volleyball tonight, I I understand. I am, absolutely. Tonight and tomorrow. You go to all the matches? Do our best to do that, yes. Yeah, well, they're finally home. I know, after a month. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> yep, it'll be tonight. You'll hear it on the radio. You can go in person, of course, to Huff. Okay, uh, let's start with a couple of things. Uh, one, districts, as we start thinking about early voting and then November. That's right. And thank you, because um, the League of Women Voters would really like to encourage everyone to check out your voting districts. After the census and after redistricting, it may be that you're assigned to different voting districts than you have been in the past. Uh, We don't want anyone to be surprised when they Mm -hmm. go vote and see candidates on their ballots that they don't know about. Okay. So I checked out my districts. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, mine have not changed. However, a friend of mine who lives no more than five minutes away from me found something different. We checked her districts out, and it turns out that she is now voting for an entirely different Illinois state representative Hmm. than she has been before. These will be candidates that she doesn't know much about because she's never had them on her ballot before. (laughs) Thankfully, she checked and now knows who will be on her ballot and can do her research and check it out. Mm -hmm. It's very important for everybody, even if you've lived at your current address for 10, 15 years, something may have changed. Can I share with with you how how to do it how to do that yeah that was my next question how do you do that (laughs) it's really very simple and here's uh, there are a couple ways to do it but here's one that will be really easy the first thing to do is to go to a website we talked about in the spring votechampaign.org that's a nonpartisan champaign county website that has candidate and election information on the home page of votechampaign.org there's a button that says What districts am I in? Mm -hmm. Very clear. Just click that button. You'll be taken to a page on the county clerk's website where you can actually check that out. You enter the information requested on the page, name, uh, Mm -hmm. not very much more than that, Mm -hmm. and press uh, click to log in. You'll be taken to a page with your voting information that refers just to you. There's a link there that says voting districts. 
click on that. Hmm. And find and out who find you're supposed to be voting out, for. Exactly. And you'll see the ones that are particularly important for this election would be your congressional district, mm-hmm. your – it's called legislative district, but it's really your state senator, um, your state representative, and your county board. Those are the four types of elections where your districts may have changed, and you need to know that before you get your ballot and vote. That will give you a chance to research the right candidates. Once you've checked your districts, all you do is go back to the votechampaign.org site and check out the candidates. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a rude awakening if you walk into the uh, the booth. You're like, wait a minute. That's not who I would, had thought about voting for. It, They're not even on the ballot. Exactly. <laughs> I was an election judge in the primary, and that did happen. So I yeah. really, it would be very wonderful if everyone in Champaign County or any other counties make sure that you check your voting districts so that you don't get surprised. And if they have changed, then you have an opportunity to check out the candidates that actually will be on your mm-hmm. ballot. And you can uh, check out uh, on the candidate guide, right? Uh, you absolutely can. Um, one of the main features of the votechampaign.org website is the candidate guide. This is maintained jointly by that website and the League of Women Voters. And on that site, you can find information about the candidates in all contested races, from governor to uh, county board. I know in the primary, there were a lot of races that were not contested within Mm -hmm. each party, but on the general election ballot, you'll find a lot of contested races. So on the candidate guide, you'll find information about all the candidates, including links to any of the candidate forums. There's one up there now. There was a judicial forum held. Yeah, I saw that one the other night. Very recently. Mm -hmm. And the link to that recording is right there on the candidate website. So you can check out those two candidates, click on the forum, and listen to what they had to say. And uh, Prisland is with us from the League of Women Voters as we get ready to uh, be thinking here, as we get ready to vote in this uh, general election coming up, the midterm elections. And uh, we're coming up on early voting again. We are indeed. Early voting starts September 29th at Brookens for currently registered voters, Mm -hmm. although you can register at the county clerk's office and then walk down the hall to the Brookens gym and vote on the same day. Early voting starts countywide for other locations on October 24th. And, of course, you can request a mail ballot and be be using that ballot right now as well. Those so, will be mailed out, I believe, also on September, starting September 29th as well. Mm-hmm. So now's the time to be thinking about all of that. Absolutely. Checking your districts. Is. If you want to mail in vote, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Get that process started. And again, early voting at Brookins Center for registered voters only, uh, starting on the 29th. Right. So. And then starting on, I believe it's October 12th you can actually register to vote and vote on the same day mm-hmm. at Start that location. October 12th. Those are all good things to be thinking about. It's coming we, up fast. It, it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We'll start hearing some more ads soon, too. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think we're already I, yes, starting to hear pro- a couple. I think you have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ann, always good to see you. Nice to see yeah. you, too, Brian. And we'll check in with you again here at some point. Absolutely. There'll get... be more to talk about yeah, sure. uh, within the next uh, 50-ish days, whatever that's, it is. That's right. Thank you, Ann. Have a good weekend. Thanks very much, Brian. Enjoy the volleyball. I will. Take right. care. It'll be nice and uh, fairly cool inside a huff. Not too I, bad. I hope it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Go Illini. All right. Uh, 9.51. Back in a moment. 
With Brown to his right, back to pass, throws to the right, quick header to the right. Isaiah Williams turns upfield, 45, Go. 40, down the right sideline, he might score! He will! Touchdown! Touchdown, Illinois! Man, is he fast! Turned the corner at midfield, rambles 63 yards, a streak up the right sideline. Touchdown, Illinois, 30 to nothing, Illini. And 31-0 the final last night at Memorial Stadium. He did a little bow in the end zone once he got there. <laughs> I see Isaiah Church and different places, and, uh, man, he is a quick smile, great kid, great young man. I call him a kid. He's a young man, but, uh, wow. Uh, 9.54, and he's really fast. I don't know if he's the fastest on the team. I, I think they've mentioned a couple other folks, but he, if not, he's right in the top two or three because he took off like a rocket up that uh, right sideline last night and scored the touchdown. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Our show today brought to you by OSF Medical Group's Primary Care. Providers offering seamless care from birth to seniors. Go to osfhealthcare.org to learn more. Well, let's see uh, what else is going on out there at the uh, national level. January 6th committee requesting Newt Gingrich to appear before them this week. Uh, That'll be interesting. The uh, hurricane, Hurricane Fiona, expected to hit Bermuda today as a Cat 4 hurricane, battering the Turks and Caicos in Puerto Rico, where most homes are still without electricity. And they mentioned this other uh, storm. I think CBS is going to mention again probably that they'll uh, be following. Uh, Russia rounding up Army reservists to escalate its military campaign against Ukraine. Anti-war activists protesting Vladimir Putin's tactics. Planning to hold more demonstrations throughout the weekend. Boeing agreeing to pay a $200 million SEC fine. Security and Exchange Commission, not the conference. Uh, Federal regulators say the aircraft maker and its former CEO misled investors about the safety of its 737 MAX after two of the airliners crashed, killing 346. And President Biden tonight hosting an Elton John concert on the South Lawn. A&E Networks and the History Channel sponsoring the concert. A Night When Hope and History Rhyme. So that's happening at the uh, White House tonight. So those are some of the other uh, stories that are out there. Pentagon says it's cutting grocery prices at its uh, commissaries to help military families afford food. Donald Trump holding a rally tonight in Wilmington, North Carolina. I uh, got a text here. It says uh, it looked like uh, he went out of bounds on that TD. Was called back. Oh, in addition, then to the holding, I guess is that what we're saying on that? It was one uh, catch he made down the right sideline, going north to south in front of our booth, uh, where I thought he it looked like he almost stepped out of bounds before he went back in to catch the pass. I, I thought, oops, he stepped out of bounds, but apparently he didn't. Uh, good morning, Brian. Great win last night, a texter says. I want Brett Bielema and the Illini to beat the Badgers 39 to nothing. 
I'll beat them 17 to 16 if that's what it takes. We haven't won up in Madison, by the way, since 2002. Uh, that was the first year I was uh, doing the games full time, and uh, we won for the first trip up there, won in Madison, and we haven't won there since. And have had some games we've been blown out. We've had some games where we led and the lead got away. But the Badgers, I think, have won 11 out of 12 against us. So it'll be time to uh, get that turned around. A week from Saturday. A lot of games tomorrow. A couple of uh, Big Ten games as well in the mix. I'll see if I can find the uh, schedule for tomorrow as far as all the games in the Big Ten. So they all had a chance to watch us. We'll have a chance to watch them all play tomorrow. So a lot of football talk, as I expected here, on an open line here today, and that that's great. Uh, it can be about that. It can be about anything else you'd like uh, along the way, but certainly that's what the open line's about, just to converse what's happening in our community. Good luck to all the high school teams coming up tonight. Good luck to everybody with the McKinley game tomorrow. Hopefully that'll work out. Weather looks pretty good with a high of 77. Can't ask for any better weather than that here in the latter stages of September. CBS News coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll have another weather forecast from AccuWeather. We'll come back, do some more open line. We'll talk with Nicole Millage, City of Champaign. If you're looking to unload some electronics, TV, iPad, etc., we'll uh, tell you how you can do that or sign up to do it anyway, coming up in October out at Parkland College. So that'll be at the very end of the show. But otherwise, open line up until then. Celebrating an Illini victory after last night, after a short night. Glad you're with us. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Let's do the weather and then the news here from CBS. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at wdws.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. Welcome back. Hour number two on this Friday here at the end of September. We haven't quite reached the end of the month yet. We'll do a flashback Friday a week from today in the 10 o'clock hour. I'll be off on Monday. Uh, Scott Beatty will be in with Lauren on the Monday morning quarterback show. And then I'll be back on uh, Tuesday. And we've got a lot of great things uh, planned here as we work our way into the month of October. Glad you're with us here today. A lot of talk about the football game, as you might expect. Last night, Illinois with a win, 31 nothing. First shutout they've had since, I think, 2015 is the number I saw. Chase Brown over 100 yards. There's a great stat on running backs at Illinois. Most rushing yards by an Illini in the first four games of a season since the year 2000. Mikel LaShore had 478 through four games in 2010. Richard Mendenhall, 536 through four games in 07. And both of those years were bowl years, by the way. And uh, Chase Brown, 604 yards through four games here in 2022. So we'll hopefully you can keep that going. 10-11, our show today on this Friday, brought to you by our friends at OSF, Cardiovascular Institute. Your heart is their mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org. 
slash beat. And again, the Illini play a week from Saturday at Wisconsin at 11 o'clock in the morning. The Wisconsin game this weekend. We'll run through the uh, Big Ten schedule here if we can pull it up for the day. A couple of uh, historical notes. 70 years ago today, Senator Richard Nixon of California saved his spot as Dwight Eisenhower's running mate during what became known as the Checker speech. Remember that? Nixon dismissed charges of wrongdoing in campaign financing, but admitted to accepting one gift, a black-and-white dog named Checkers. The speech was also famous for Nixon making note of his wife's Republican cloth coat. And uh, 65 years ago today, 1957, nine black students who had entered Little Rock Central High School in Arkansas forced to withdraw because of a white mob outside. That was all that happened there. It was happening in a lot of places in the South and uh, elsewhere, but uh, particularly there in Little Rock was the uh, start of a situation there. September 23, 1957. This might make you feel old here, this next one. 60 years ago today, the Jetsons premiered as the ABC Television Network's first color program. And a little side note, September 23, 1987, 35 years ago, 35 years ago today, Senator Joe Biden of Delaware dropped out of the race for president after tapes surfaced showing he had lifted sections of other people's speeches without credit. Plagiarism, basically. Got him out of the race back in 87. And uh, Bruce Springsteen, a birthday today. September 23rd, 1949. How old is the boss? 73 today all right uh hi brian yes it would be good to find out who you will be voting for before you vote we just had ann prislin on here in the last little segment the website votechampaign.org is pretty good all polling places are universal voting locations meaning during early voting on election day or on election day you can vote at any polling place i would suggest voting early or by mail because many Rural voting locations have been closed by the clerk. Election day during the primary saw unusually long lines and polling places closed, one listener says. All right, that's on the Castle Heating and uh, Cooling text line. Yeah, I mean, you talk about for not voting, and that's what always is uh, puzzling to me is how the uh, turnout numbers sometimes, especially in some of these smaller races, uh, or in the primary races or uh, municipal elections or whatever, where the ones that really affect you day-to-day are the ones in the city or the county or whatever the case may be in, in as far as voting. But, you know, it used to be, and not that long ago, where, you know, voting day was one day, voted on one day, unless you needed to vote absentee, and maybe something came up. I remember standing in a long line back, I think, during the, which election was that? I guess it was the Perot and Bush and Clinton race in, uh, what, 92, standing at a church out in Oklahoma in a long line that wound all the way out to get the vote in that day. And other people, and I wanted to vote regardless. I was going to vote that day. I wanted to vote. But I mean, there are people that say, well, I don't want to stand in line all day or I don't want to 
and they give you about every opportunity there is to vote. So get out and vote. Take advantage, no matter what it is. You vote early, you vote you vote late. I always try to vote, I don't know, three to four days maybe before the election just to so I don't have to wait on Election Day. I still like voting on Election Day if I get the chance, but um, usually knock it out three or four days in advance. I know that's usually late enough. I probably made up my mind by that point, but to each his own, however you want to do it. But uh, there's probably no excuse not to vote because either you just don't want to <clears throat> or you don't think it matters. But uh, if you're going not, you're not going to vote, then, you know, when things don't, don't go the way you uh, want, you know, you're not in a great position to complain. So I mean, it's one of those things you got to either get involved or don't. But uh, that's the the great freedoms we have, and uh, some people take advantage of it, and others don't. But I guess the overall point is, uh, no matter how you vote, there are plenty of opportunities to get it done. And we appreciate Ann coming by and kind of walking us through some of the ways you can and the dates and all of that. We'll follow up with her sometime in October as well. All right, uh, 1017, let me get a break in. We're on Penny for Your Thoughts on a Friday here, an open line for a good part of the show and good part of this hour. And, again, I'll be off on Monday. We're back after this. Ninth play of the drive, first and 10. Here is DeVito. He's going to go back to pass. Got a man wide open. And And people have been talking for years, why don't we throw to the tight end? Well, they are. And that was kind of a staple if you watched Wisconsin or Iowa over the years and the success they've had, a lot of use of the tight ends. We're doing some of that here. I like it. 1020 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Again, our show today brought to you by OSF. First full day of fall. Autumn officially arriving last night at 9.04 Eastern Time, 8.04 here. So we made the next season, transitioning into the next season. Story in the News Gazette today on uh, how the crops are coming along. And they're drying up pretty fast. The beans have turned pretty fast. A lot of the fields I saw just driving around were green, and then they went yellow, and, man, they're turning brown pretty fast. So that's happening. I think it's all going to converge at the same time. So, But if you're out there, let us know if you've already started. I, I can't see many fields around here that are quite ready yet. But it will start getting busy, so be careful out there, out and about on the roads uh, with the farmers. All right, got a text here. It says, good morning, Brian. Uh, Champaign-Urbana to receive from Chicago illegal immigrants that have been bused from Texas to Chicago once processed. As sanctuary cities, plans by Latino and other community support being made to absorb from Chicago into the Twin Cities. No date of implementation mentioned on the report from WICS-TV 922 10 o'clock newscast, uh, newscast. Martha Vineyards hold our Champagne K Street, the listener says. Well, I looked up the story, and uh, it was, I uh, see WCCU had one. Early Thursday, a group of city officials, religious organizations, and refugee immigration groups met to discuss the possibility of migrants being sent from Chicago or other states down to Champaign-Urbana. They discussed what they need to do to prepare so if a bus of migrants does arrive, they'll be ready. 
Both Champaign and Urbana are known to be welcoming cities to immigrants, migrants, and refugees as they welcome several immigrant families and individuals every year, though with the possibility of a sudden increase of migrants, officials have decided to be proactive in preparing the housing, shelter, medical care, and education migrants will need upon their arrival. Right now, one gentleman explained, we're calling it a pre-planning and having internal communication. Starts with identifying the needs. Uh, the executive director of the Refugee Center of Champaign, Lisa Wilson, said, it is still unsure if migrants will even arrive in Champaign-Urbana, and if they do, it's unknown how many there will be. The organizations such as the Champaign Refugee Center and CU Immigration Forum are hopeful they're prepared and that the Champaign-Urbana community is one that is welcoming and ready to help. As of now, migrants are being sent, still sent to Chicago weekly and have not begun to come downstate. These organizations expect that sooner or later. So don't know exactly when it could happen or how many there might be, but uh, that story was on uh, WCCU, which I think is what the Fox uh, folks, uh, News Channel 20 as well with that story. So anyway, appreciate that uh, story, and there it is out there, so you can take a look at that if you Google it. It's amazing what you can find. Just uh, Google in what you need to know, and it'll pop up somewhere. 1023 as we roll along and headed for a high of 63 today. Nice and cool out there this morning. Text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Why haven't we heard anything yet out of Darren Bailey? Well, we've heard uh, some of the packs are running uh, ads. You may have heard one on here uh, in support of Darren Bailey. My guess is it's a money thing. Be my guess. Uh, I don't know how much money they've got to spend or where they want to spend it and uh, buy the advertising time. Eventually, they're going to have to do that. My guess is you'll start hearing more of them as we get closer. But if you don't have an unlimited budget like the governor does, for instance, with uh, personal money and uh, campaign money and a war chest built up and so forth, uh, Darren Bailey had to spend a lot of money in the spring. So I don't know. I don't have any inside information on it. That's just a guess from someone who's a political observer and uh, watches these things. Could be they're trying to husband their resources and run the ads a little closer to the actual election or closer to the uh, early voting. We'll see. I, I think the people that are going to vote for Pritzker are going to vote for Pritzker. The people that are going to vote for Bailey are going to vote for Bailey. I don't think there's there's probably much middle ground in there, I wouldn't think. But we'll see. All right, 217-356-9397, text line at 217-351-5357. Nicole Millage will join us here in a little bit from the city of Champaign. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, number one real estate team in central Illinois. They're ranked in the top 15, 15th in the nation for homes sold. Many clients rave about their five-star experience with Ryan Dallas Real Estate. Ryan's team trained to find solutions to get you the best deal with the least amount of stress when it comes to selling or buying a home. And they're all backed by Ryan's guaranteed offer, giving you the ultimate solution for selling your home on your timeline. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, the proof is in the results. Hundreds of families already served. Saw them uh, last night over at the uh, tent that we have, and we appreciate their um, tent and helping us with Learfield and our DWS HMS KIO tent. 
Ryan Dallas Real Estate voted back, I think it's five now. Is it five? Back to back to back to back to back. Winners of the News Gazette People's Choice. There's a reason that uh, happens. Back to the phones. Fred. How you doing, Fred? I'm doing good. How you doing, Brian? Good. What's up? Well, have you heard about this new bill that Carol Ammons has introduced? Uh, which one would that be? That would be the one about drugs, where you can have a certain amount of drugs on you and not uh, be arrested. I don't know if I know much about it. I probably have read it somewhere, but I haven't processed it yet. Tell, what do you know I about think- it? Well, the only thing I know is what I heard, and that that uh, it doesn't make any difference what kind of drugs, heroin, marijuana, it doesn't make any difference, and I totally think that's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with that woman. I tell you, uh, she, she's driving me crazy every time she does something. It, it's, it's totally wrong. Well, uh, I'm looking for anything on it. I haven't seen anything yet here. Uh, I've got some stories from 2021. Uh, proposal to lower drug penalty advances, bill lowering criminal penalties for certain levels of drugs, uh, drug possession, uh, lawmakers pass. I think that's the one, actually. I think okay. that's the one, that drug possession, yeah. Okay. But, you know, uh, we have enough problems in this country without uh, starting to allow everybody to carry, out, carry heroin and all these other drugs around with them. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I, uh, I thought legalizing marijuana was uh, kind of crazy. And uh, here we are, um, you know. But well, the only thing I say about that is I use the CBD cream, and it really works. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I I have no experience in this area, so I I have no idea. I just well, uh, I know I, I know when I, I smell it. I think, but uh, yeah, I've got arthritis in my hands pretty much, oh, yeah. and I will tell you what, it really yeah, it does really help. Wow. Uh, thank well, God it doesn't have any uh, effect mentally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But uh yeah, no, yeah. I uh let's see here. I'm looking at uh this one was this story. Updated. Well, this is 2021. Illinois one step closer to making possession of certain amounts of hard drugs a misdemeanor instead of a felony. Uh bill from Champagne Rep Carol Ammons would make possession of up to 3 grams of heroin and fentanyl and 5 grams of cocaine in a misdemeanor charge instead of a felony. That's uh, the one. Is that the one? Well, it's, that's from a year ago, so I don't know. Well, they must have just brought it back up because it was on the news recently. Oh, okay. Could be. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I come up you, with. Uh, people have just got to uh, go to the polling booth, and we have to uh, do the things that, that we all know is right. Well, the key is getting, if you want her out, is to uh, get enough votes to do it. Uh, I don't know. The district is kind of drawn in her favor. So, yes, um, you're, you're correct there. So it's hard to, you know, in some of those what they call safe districts where there's just not enough Republicans to make a difference. You got to have enough Democrats that get mad at her, and I don't see that happening. So, well, I have to agree with you 100. percent Hey, listen, you have a good weekend. Thank you, Fred. What'd you think? By the way, by the way, yeah. what'd you think about the game last it night? It was great. <laughs> oh, they were solid. Wasn't that great? It was really fun. They really yeah. were. Uh, they really were. And, you know, I thought that uh, the other team was uh, uh, better than what we thought they were. But um, I think that Illinois' defense is just really stepping up to the plate. Yeah, like I've said earlier, I um, I do this with early season basketball games, too. I, I just kind of throw out the score because you're going to win the game. 
but tell me how you show me how you look doing it. You know, and I thought they looked really good. They looked dominant doing it. You know, yeah, I totally agree. Well, again, have a good weekend. Thank you, Fred. Yeah. Yep, good to hear from you. Ten thirty here, approaching the news. Mark is with us. Hi, Mark. Morning. Morning. Did you make a comment, or somebody was saying that we haven't been getting migrants into Champagne? Well, they're in this specific case, they're talking about uh, the ones being bussed from, I guess, Texas or somewhere up to Chicago, and they were just anticipating that some of those might wind up down here at some point. Is at is, some point, my God, I spent a lot of time in Bloomington and Champaign, mm-hmm. and they are everywhere. <laughs> For somebody to say they might be delivered here, well, it could time. be. It could be separate. They came different ways. I'm talking about specifically okay. the ones being bussed from the other states, I guess. <laughs> well, so. okay, because we have a major influx of illegals in our communities here, and it's huge. The numbers are crazy, and it is having a delirious effect to, uh, on our, not delirious, detrimental effect mm-hmm. on our society here. Is there any way to know the numbers? I mean, how would you know? Other than just an anecdotal, I see okay. some. I mean, how would you take know? Take a walk through Myers. Take a walk through any grocery yeah. store, or just go out in public. And start walking around and look, and what you'll see is an awful lot of South Americans. You'll see an awful lot of Congolese, Haitians. Uh, I I spend a little time in Bloomington where I run into a ton of them, <laughs> and. Uh, and our government's paying for this. You know, who can actually, who in D.C. can say the border is secure? That, oh. That's an insane statement, and yet they're saying that. Well, it's not. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I know, and yet D.C. keeps saying that. No, oh, I know. And, <laughs> and, and they're the ones who are foisting it upon the citizens. I mean, to me, it's a 100%, no doubt about it, treasonous act on the citizens of this nation, just like blowing the cost of fuel up over this hoax of man-caused global climate change. Uh, these people, when they talk about a great reset and you will be happy and own nothing, I think what they're leaving out is they're, they're going to blow up the world. And I mean blow up the world. And those who are still alive afterwards are going to be happy to be alive and they don't care about owning nothing. It's going to be that ugly. Hmm. So, you know, like I can say people need to prepare for what is coming down the pike. And somebody called last week or a few weeks ago and said, Who's going to listen to anybody who talks about the second coming of Christ? Well, let me tell that fellow who called and made that statement, I suggest you look into it a little bit further before you make statements about that uh, in such a negative light, because the uh, signs and the times are all around us right now. And when Putin starts wielding Russian uh, nukes like he's talking about, Everybody ought to take a good look at that uh, document I said, uh, the great news about nuclear destruction, the good news about nuclear destruction. It's worth taking a look at it. It could save your life sooner than later. All right. Thank you, sir. 1033. Here is CBS News, bottom of the hour. You know, offensively, for sure, just the timing and the tempo and the execution. A lot of a lot of our run game has relief on the perimeters. You know, if they bring a pressure, if yep. they bring something by a certain look. And 
I, I thought we executed that today. You couldn't just, you know, jam up that box and stop the run. We, we, we showed that we can get the ball in the perimeter in the throw game and make it happen. I thought that play by Isaiah, you know, really is going to make defenses honor uh, his uh, his ability to, you know, take a routine three- or four-yard route and turn it into a home run hit. So uh, some good things there. I thought offensive line-wise we, you know, continued to make a good stride. I didn't like the pressure we gave up at the, at the start of the second half. But, you know, there's there's good things to correct off this. We'll, we'll come in tomorrow. Uh, we'll take advantage of the corrections on the special teams, offense, defense, and then we'll jump into our Wisconsin preparation. I kind of like the fact that we have nine days before that game just to kind of get a little bit of jump on our opponent. Brett Bielema after the game last night. 31-0 win over Chattanooga. Today's show brought to you by OSF Healthcare, Cardiovascular Institute, expert heart care right here for you in Champaign-Urbana. I'll be off on Monday. Scott will be in the chair for with Lauren for the Monday morning quarterback show. Look ahead to Wisconsin. We've got a coach's show next week. Back at Papa Dell's. They will do a couple of shows, just so you know, of our coaches. So they're doing a couple of shows out at uh, Atkins at the new uh, homegrown restaurant out there. Uh, but that'll be coming up a little later in October. So just keep an eye on that, and we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. But uh, we'll talk to the coach uh, Wednesday night and the game at uh, Wisconsin on Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, one texter here talking about drugs says we'll be better off legalizing all drugs and letting the FDA control the substances, especially with all these issues with fentanyl entering into our country. If people want to smoke crack or shoot heroin or spark up a joint, they're going to find the means to do it. Why not legalize it all? This listener says we should have control of what is actually in the drugs instead of letting the drug cartels push harmful substances into our countries. All right, on the uh, text line... Legalize it all, they say. I remember as a kid, I remember thinking uh, not about drugs, but about money. I always wondered, you know, this is just a kid thinking, okay? Just growing up on a farm and just thinking about these things. I was like, why, uh, why not, why just, why charge money for anything? Why not make everything just free? You know, you just, you know, go to the barter system or something, you know, just. <laughs> Which it would never work. I mean, this is a kid, an eight-year-old kid thinking. But I remember thinking at the time, why why do we need to pay for anything? Why do I need to pay money for this or value for that? Why is it just all free? Well, and, you know, nobody could make a profit. Nobody make a living and so forth. We just, you know, live like cavemen, I guess. Cavemen and cavewomen, I suppose. But anyway, I just, uh, that was just a stray thought that entered my head. Made no sense. I know it doesn't, but. Those are the kind of things I thought about as an eight-year-old kid. Uh, Karen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Happy Friday. Good. It's same to you. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to, to call, and I just was amazed by the superpower that your last caller seems to have, that he can just walk into a grocery store or up and down a street and spot what he calls illegals. That has to be a superpower to be able to do that, you know? X-ray vision, I guess, right? I guess. You know, <laughs> this this just really irritates me that someone can walk up and down the street or walk into Meyer and think that because they see someone who doesn't look like them or who maybe is speaking a different language, that immediately they think that person has to be an undocument, undocumented immigrant. That's just sad. Yeah, I don't know how you... Um... 
how you make that determination. I mean, unless you ask, not, and they're not going to, I mean, why I, would you ask? You're not going to ask. No, so. I'm, I'm not for sure either, but yeah. you had to go to work for immigration or something with that kind of superpower. You know, when I walk into Meyer or any place where there are people from different cultures and they're speaking different languages, I feel thankful. I almost feel like I'm part of an international community right here in Champaign-Urbana. And I know that this is far from being an international community, but with all the wonderfully talented people we have coming to the University of Illinois and, you know, coming to our hospital systems here. And maybe they their native language is not English. Maybe their color is not the same as mine. But I am so thankful we have them here. Um, and I'm thankful they want to be part of this community. And anybody who cannot accept someone just because of a language barrier or the color of their skin or some feature that doesn't look like mine, I just think that is sad and just a terrible commentary on the United States. Well, when you think about it, all the people, we've got the world here at our doorstep. We do. At the University of Illinois. I mean, it's just unbelievable where they all come from. We do, and I think that's amazing, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Well, very good, Karen. Hey, okay, well, thank, nice talking to you. Yeah, Brad. nice talking to you, too. Thank you for weighing in. Appreciate it. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye. All right, 1042 at uh, News Talk 1400 DWS on a, a penny for your thoughts. Here as we talk uh, heading into the weekend. Hope you have a good weekend. And uh, we've got a lot uh, more coming up here. We've got Nicole Millage coming up here in a, a few minutes. We'll talk about electronic recycling. Maybe you want to sign up for that. To get rid of some things that have been sitting in your garage. If you're like me, you put the something out there, and then you, oh, I'll turn it in at some point. Well, this will be your chance to turn it in at some point, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, let's go to Carol. How you doing, Carol? Very good. I just have a comment. Yeah. I think your last caller is rather naive. Any, she should drive up in front of the Home Depot most mornings of the week. They're bringing them in by the busloads and dropping them off there and then you just see him taking off and walking down the street um they don't speak any english they don't understand any english um that's a real drain on our health care system our school system um all of our services yeah what kind of bring buses what, what what kind of buses do they legal. what kind of buses do they come on typically is it just all, a, kinds. all kinds all kinds yeah. all kinds hmm. and, they're, and they're dropped off there and they just take off walking Hmm. Uh, this is people are being naive about the number of people that are coming across the border that are not checked out. You're going to have a lot of very good people who want to come here and who want to work, but you've also got a lot of people who are criminals coming across, and we haven't checked them out. Yeah, I guess uh, her point was like, and I would have this, you know, kind of a question: if you walk into a room or a store or somewhere, how do you know? who's here legally and who's not. I mean, how do you, how do you, without figuring out, without asking them, I guess, you're just guessing, well, I, right? I guess so, true. Yeah. But you, but a year ago, did you see this many um, foreign people walking our streets, begging for money, um, not understanding our language at all? Hmm. I mean, we're... We're not doing them any more of a favor than anything, bringing them here like this. 
Well, I think the bigger, yeah, the larger problem is, and somebody wrote about this today, I think, in the News Gazette, maybe in Byron York, saying everybody's arguing over whether the governors of Texas or whoever should be sending people wherever, uh, but the it's obscuring the, you know, why aren't we doing something at the border itself? <laughs> you know, that's you know, that's correct. You know, we're pointing that's, fingers. That's absolutely we're, true. We're pointing fingers at each other saying, well, you shouldn't be doing that, and we're suing each, you know, we got somebody trying to sue the governor of this, or the, and it's like, well, yeah, but that's not, Getting to the That's point of the, the problem. problem, yeah. Let's get let's get to the problem itself because how can you expect these border states to absorb all this well, with their can't. with their systems? You can't. Their yeah. school systems, nowhere, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that people are being naive, thinking, well, we just need to be nice to everybody and we just need to overlook this. No, you're not being nice to people by overlooking it. Hey, you're Carol, not helping go, anybody. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you for your so, call. I appreciate your comments. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, have a good weekend. 1045, let me get uh, Nicole Millage in here next. A break, and we'll come back with more here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Well, we're playing Bruce because it's his birthday. September 23rd, 1949, 73 years ago. The the boss, born. All right, we're back on A Penny for Your Thoughts. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, 1048 is our time. Nicole Millage with the City of Champaign is here. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's coming on your shirt, your Maine shirt. Yes. M A I N E. Just went on a trip to Maine. Did you? It's beautiful. It is beautiful, isn't it? Yes. We can kill the music there. There you go. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, thank you. And the city yeah. lets you take some time off. And... You know, they let me go on a vacation every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and for people that don't know, Nicole, of course, Paralympian, a gold medal. Yeah, a lot gold of, medal in yeah. Tokyo last I can't believe it's been a year since year. all of that. But yeah. yeah, I'm happily retired and just enjoying. You know, regular old life now. <laughs> <laughs> you played a lot of volleyball. Yeah, yeah, I mean, many, many, many years. So, but it's good yeah. to be retired now, yeah. enjoying life. I got a pool, so yeah, that's been wonderful. You take your gold medal out much? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been showing it off a little bit. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I always yeah. thought those are really cool. I, I yeah. don't get around many. Yeah, so. <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, people like to see it, and I like to share it. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, you are with the uh, City of Champaign Environmental Sustainability Specialist and uh, for recycling here. And October 15th, you've had an event coming up. And for people that have, like, TVs and iPads and things like that, just tell us what's happening, I guess. Sure, yeah. That's the biggest item right there is TVs because those are harder to find a place to recycle those in town. Like, Best Buy is pretty much the only place that takes those, and they charge a fee. So this event that we have coming up on Saturday, October 15th, is a residential electronics collection for people to get rid of their electronics that they don't want any longer um, at no cost to them. So we are doing the online registration again, like we usually do. And, you know, it's we have a lot of people register already, but we still have a lot of spots available. Okay, so you can just register. Do you, you need to register? Yes, to we prefer if you register, yes. Yeah. That way it helps us and it helps everybody get in and out very quickly. So mm-hmm. our online registration is ecycle.simplybook.me. 
And of course, um, if people need help getting registered or they don't have internet access or anything like that, they can give me a call at the city as well. Okay, we'll have you give the number here for that in a little bit. Uh, what will be accepted? I'm just read down the list: computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, oh, Kindle. Yeah. There's a whole list of things. There's a there. whole list of things. We have it all listed on the registration site, mm. and then when you register, you automatically receive a confirmation email and text. And the email gives you the information as far as what is accepted and what's not accepted. So yeah, everything that you were naming, like the TVs, the computers. Um, the one thing that they will take appliance-wise is old microwaves, so maybe you have an old microwave laying around. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's you know definitely pay attention to the not accepted list too, <laughs> and <laughs> that's just as important. And there are some places in town that um, do take the non accepted items, so I can help people with that. We even have a link on there that tells you where you can take uh, most electronics and appliances year-round. Now, I don't know how many people have four television sets to get rid of, but there is a limit, I guess, right? Um, or, you would or, be surprised. Are you surprised? <laughs> Am I, would I be surprised? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that just kind of hang on to it or like collects dust in their basement or in their garage. So, um, so yeah, some people are still showing up with the big old tube TVs, and, yeah, you'd be amazed what we see. But there is a limit of seven items, and you can have up to four TVs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully that would that would be enough for mm-hmm. people. <laughs> and so if you do register, what happens after you register? You get a car, you get an email, you said, and then you mm-hmm. do you get a card in the mail too? Yes, yeah. I also mail out postcards um, a couple weeks before the event, so you'll get a postcard in the mail, mail as well. But if you don't get your postcard, you can just show us your email, you can just show us your text, like, you know, we're not real strict with that, but the postcards are just another reminder of the event coming up, and we do like to collect them and count them and see how many people actually showed up. Mm-hmm. And this will help. And I went and looked and see, you know, and when you go to the, the e-cycle, uh, dot simply book me, uh, I'm sorry, recycle. Nope. E-cycle. Right there, yeah. <laughs> e- let me do this right. E-cycle dot simply book me. Dot me. Dot me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You'll get it. If you, if you Google uh, City of Champaign and recycling, it'll, it'll come up. But, yes, uh, yes. And I can always help people, so it's no problem at all. Yeah. And well, what's the number to call you? My number at the city is 217 217- Four zero three four seven eight zero. That's and, my direct line. And what I was trying to say is, when I went to that website, then it pops up the day and it gives you the times that you can. Yes. Pick, yep. It'll show you, you know. the available times that we still have left. You just click on book now at the top, and then collect one or click on one of the available fifteen minute time slots, and then just fill in all the required information. Because if you don't, it won't register you all the way. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And this will be out at Parkland Yes, on the 15th mm-hmm. of October. Yep. They are our host site, so don't call them for information. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we, we've we been doing out there for years now, and it, everything runs really smooth. We ask people to use the Duncan Road entrance um, to get in there and just follow the signs, and that way we stay out of everybody's way that's there for other events. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what are the ti- time frame? What uh Time of the day you're doing it. So it's from 8 to noon okay. on October 15th. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just go out to Parkland for that. Again, don't call Parkland. It's not their <laughs> event. Call the city. And, uh, again, the number where people can reach you at the city. Sure. My number is 217-403-4780. All right. And since I mangled the website, I'll let you give it. Oh, sure. Where, no uh, problem. <laughs> it's um, ecycle.simplybook.me. Yeah. And so some people have a little bit of problem because it might 
try your computer might try to say, you know, are you sure this is secure? It's a secure website. It's all good. Okay. I promise you. <laughs> so there, we always have something come up, but it, it works just fine. I promise. And when you get the confirmation email, one uh, one helpful hint is if you don't see it in your inbox, check your junk email because sometimes yes. if you depending on your filter, yep, you know it may kick it into something else. I'm so, so glad you mentioned that yeah. because that's very true. Check yeah. your junk box if you don't see it in your inbox, and but you will automatically get it right away. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we need to know um, about it? I think that about covered it, but we really need some more people to register. So this is the time to do it, or you'll have to wait until next spring. So So. this will be the last chance till the spring. Yeah. Yep. Okay. If cleaning out your garage, now's the time to do it. Yep. (laughs) Very good, Nicole. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. Back in a moment on A Penny for Your Thoughts. On a penny for your thoughts, 1058. Thank you for being with us today. Really appreciate you being there as always. Never take you for granted. And it is an honor to uh, sit in the chair every day and do this. Man. And I had a lot of fun last night at the ball game. Short night, but uh, glad to be back with you today. And uh, we'll catch up on some rest over the weekend, I would guess. Uh, 1059. Hope you do too. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the fantastic weather. Thanks to Nicole and Thanks to Ann for coming by for a few minutes, each of them. Hope you'll uh, check out their websites and all the information passed along today. And hope you have a great weekend. I'll be off on Monday. I'll be back on Tuesday. Scott will sit in with Lauren on Monday. WDWS Champaign-Urbana. The weather comes up next. And uh, appreciate you being with us all week. Talk to you soon.